The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Nazir has been dedicated by our good friend Jaime and Dina Dana. Hashem Yishmirem v'chayim. Fatzlacha for all their children that they should be mechunach alpi toratenu akedusha. They should grow up and they should be zochel the Torah or mitzvot or chupa or maasim tovim ubefrat for Ashkelema for Moshe ben Dina. אין נא רפאנה לו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל, וגם רפואה שלמה, פנינה, בת אסתר. אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף, ורפואתה כרבה לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן בזכות המסכת נזיר יגן בעדם אמן. דף ט"ו, תרי סדאפ איז בינג סטאריד לעילוי נשמת ביוסף בן שרה מור זקני ברבראם בן אסתר, לו חשב תניחם בגן עדן, אמן. ראיס דאפס בן סטלר, פואש שלמה, שלמה בן אסתר, משה בן דינה. היה יהודי בת לאה, שרה רוחמה בת רחל ושרה בת רחל. אין נא רפאנה להם, אין נא רפאנה לפת הנפש ולפת הגוף ופואתם קרבה לבו, וכן יהי רצון ולומר אמן. בגין תראיס דאפס בן סטלר, עמוד בית, In the middle of the, actually towards the end of the Amud, Amar Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina. It is uh, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Actually a little higher than that. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. More towards the middle of the Amud. Amar Rabbi So the Gemara that we're learning now just brought a mahloket between Rav and um, Rav and Rabbi Yohanan, or Rav and Shemuel actually. The mahloket was Nitma biyom gidul se'ar. Let's review that case. That case was where a fellow uh, indeed was a Nazir. And what happened was, uh, let's say 20 days in, the Guim came and they shaved his hair against his will. <coughs> so the halakha says that that doesn't break the nizirut. So what he does is, he has, uh, he has 10 more days that he can fulfill, fulfills his nizirut, but he has to keep 20 more days of yidul se'ar. Because since they cut his hair, so he's got to keep his hair at least for... 30 more days, but technically the Nizirut ends after uh, 10 more days. So we had a mahluk, and if a person became Tameh during the Gidul Se'ar days. So there, Rab said, Enosotir. Rab said, it doesn't uh, soter, it doesn't break the Nizirut. Normally, if a person becomes Tameh met during the Nizirut, it breaks the whole Nizirut. Here, since it's only in the Gidul Se'ar days, the Nizirut is uh, in place. And, um, Rabbi Yohanan uh, says that, uh, I'm sorry, Shemuel says Sotir. Shemuel says that it, it breaks it. Because bottom line, uh, it is a uh, Nizirut. It's the one long Nizirut. You know, it's, a, it's a part of the first one. And therefore, if it becomes Tamir, even during the Gidu Sa'ad, he's going to ruin it. Amar of Hazda, Hakol Modim. Everybody agrees in this case. Rav and Shmuel. Sheim Kidesh Se'ar Bedam En Lo Takana. What does it mean? Kidesh Se'ar Bedam. So look at the Tosafot over here. Amar of Hazda, Hakol Modim. Sheim Kidesh Se'ar Bedam. Perush Im Nachash Nizra Kadam. He brought his korban, day 30 let's say, brought his korban, blood was sprinkled, nitma kodem shigileya. He became tameh before he took his haircut. Okay? Now, it's calling kiddush se'ar. I mean, kiddush se'ar is shelo gileya kedekti v'kidesh rosho shepirusu yatchil gadil rosho. The Torah, when it refers to growing his hair, during the Nizut, it refers to it kiddush se'ar. So the word saying that he became Tameh 
um, before he was able now to cut his hair uh, in the um, in the process. So the korban was brought, blood was sprinkled, he became tameh. So the Gemara says over here, in no takana, he has no way to get fixed. He has no remedy. Why? So the Tosfot speaks out, Kasal Kadatach, Shelo Yuchal Olamit Lishtot Biyain. He's in Aziz forever. He's not going to be able to drink wine forever, and he's not going to be able to take a haircut forever. Kevan Shevi Kevar Korbenotav. Because already he brought his Korbanot already. Now he became Tameh. Now the haircut coincides with the Korban. So once already you brought your Korban, you cannot bring another Korban anymore. That's it, you brought your Kurban of the Zirut, but now you became Tameh. So once you become Tameh now, you cannot take a haircut. You cannot take a haircut until you bring a Kurban that's Tahor. Or Betahara. But you're not Betahara anymore. So therefore there's no way, what do, you want, what do you want the guy to do now? The guy has to bring his Kurban and then take his haircut. Everything has to be done Betahara. He brought his Kurban, now he's not Betahara before he took his haircut. There's no way now that he can be material himself to take a haircut according to the Gemara. What, what is the guy to do? Bring another Kurban Betahara? He can't bring another Korban uh, Wait, 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 30 more days? But what is that going to do? No, but it doesn't matter. But since at the time that he brought his Korban, he was not Betara following before the haircut. They're saying to, 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 be, to break in the Zirut, meaning to fulfill the ceremony of the Zirut, you have to be in Korban and take it. Everything has to be done Betahara. Once already there's a Tuman between, you lose the, uh, you lose the ability. That's the Gemara's assumption at this point. En no Korbanot. So the Gemara says, hold it. Ali Bademan. Who are you asking this according to? According to which opinion are you telling me? Endo Takana. E Ali Bader If it's following the opinion of Rabbi Ezer. We didn't see Rabbi Ezer's opinion yet. The Gemara is going to tell us now. Kevan de Amar. Teglahat Me'akevet. Since he holds that the haircut is ma'akev the nizirut, which means until he takes a haircut, he's still considered in the nizirut, toch meloti. So long as he um, did not take the haircut, he's still considered in the nizirut, vilistor. And therefore, it should break the whole nizirut, he should be able to start again. Because if you hold that the nizirut is hal, until you take the haircut, no problem. So even though he brought his korban, since he didn't take the haircut yet, he's still involved in his nizirut, so let the, um, the fact that now he became Tamir, like he became Tamir in the Nizirut, and what happens when a person becomes Tamir in the Nizirut? It restarts the whole thing. So according to me, there's why, 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 should, why should it be in the Takana? Start again. Ela alibad rabbanar. And they want to tell me it's going like the rabbis. Ha'amad tiglahat lo me'akevet. The rabbis hold, on the contrary, tiglahat is not me'akevet. They say once you brought the Qurban, you're good. The Nizirut technically is over. So therefore, if you're going to say uh, uh, that, Tiglahat uh, is not Ma'akevet, which means even better. Not only once you bring the Qurban, it's over. The, the, the haircut is not Ma'akev. Which means that's not, uh, that's not in Yarad. The Nizrut finishes after the Qurban. So therefore, what do you want from the rabbis? Why in no Takana? You brought the Qurban. Okay, you didn't take the haircut. Uh, you got Tamir before that. The haircut, okay, what did you do? It's not Ma'akev, the Nizrut. So the Hushita is just that you're telling me in no Takana. Which means, Alibad Rabili Aizer, according to Rabili Aizer, why shouldn't you have a Takana? Right? You still, you still live in the Zirut. And according to the rabbis, why shouldn't you have a Takana? Technically, once you did the Qurban, you're done. The Yekar is not Ma'akiv. Really, I tell you, like the rabbis. Umay in lo Takana, in lo Takana le Mitzvat Giluach. In lo Takana just means he lost out the Mitzvah of taking a haircut. We thought initially Elo means he's still in Nazir for the rest of his life and he's stuck. No, Elo means you cannot fulfill the Mitzvah of anymore. Why? Because once you brought your Qurban, your Nisirut is over technically at this point. You became Tamir. So finish that. Now, now your haircut's got nothing to do with, anymore with, your, with your Nisirut anymore. Normally the way the, the, the Mitzvah is, bring your Qurban betahara, take the haircut at that time, you get a Mitzvah of Giluah. If you became Tamir after that point, Elo you cannot fulfill the Mitzvah. Of Gilua, but not that you don't have a takana for the rest of your life, meaning you can drink wine and all that, you're done. In the takana means the mitzvah of Gilua cannot be fulfilled anymore. Look at the Tosafot. Le'olam adibad rabbanan. 
ומאי אין לו תקנה למצוות גילוח. דכיוון שכבר קורבנותיו, שתשמעי וורס קורבנות, שוב לא יביא. אבל יקיים רגע נימור קורבנות, אני אומר, ונסתלק, נדון. ומיד מוטל לשתוק ביין ולא תקלחת. כל כך רבה יש כסות שקיימו אני מעולה להקר, כי זה די הולדה מצווה והקר דזנת מעכב. כלל, והכל מודים. Now that we go back to the beginning of Lav Chazda's statement, Lav Chazda opened the statement, everybody agrees to this. Who's the everybody? The Ka'amar Lav Chazda, Kaya Pluktad Rav Ushmuel, the Peligid Netma Biyom Gidul Se'ar Eno Soter, Im Soter, Ve'achad Netameh Kodem Teglahat Modim De Eno Soter, Davi Kemoshe Gilayah Kevar, which means that Mahalok Lav Lav and Shemuel that we just had, when a person became Tameh in the days of Se'ar, In the days that he's growing his hair for the extra days, there we had a machlokah. In this case over here, everybody's going to agree that after you finish the nizirut, you technically finish, you just became tamay after the korban, before the giluach, everybody's going to be, meaning Rav and Shmuel both agree, according to the opinion of the Rabbanan, that what? You have no problem. Meaning, no takana of mitzvah giluach, but you'll have a takana, meaning you don't have to be a nazir for the rest of your life. Okay, now we go to the next case. Amar bi Yoseb bi Hanina. New case. Nazir shekalu lo yuamav. What happened? And Nazir finished his days. Thirty days, he fulfilled his nazirut. Lo ke'ala tum'ah. Now if he becomes tameh, he didn't bring his korbanot yet. Now let's say he becomes tameh. After his term. But before he brings the korbanot, so he will get malkut for becoming tameh. But he does not get malkut if he takes a haircut after the 30, nor does he get malkut if he drinks wine after the 30. So the Gibraltar says, My shena, Tumah, they're like, okay, what's the reason why by Tumah he gets malkut? It says, all the days that he's in Azir, Hashem, he should not become Tameh. When it says, call, It's coming to include not only the days before he finishes his term, but even the days after he finishes his term, he's going to be subject to Malkut. Well, if that's the case, Ihachi, At-Teglachat Namir Lechayev, He should be Hayav on haircuts also. De'a, Amar Rechamana, The Pasuk is also by haircuts, Kol Yemei Neder Nizro, Ta'an Lo Ya'avur Al Rosho. So again, from the fact that it says, Kol Yemei, by the haircut, it should mean, La'asot Yemim Shilachat Melot, Kayim Shilifnei Melot. It should make the days after the completion, like the days before the completion, that you get Malkut also. Oh, and furthermore, also by wine it says, call. And what is the call coming to teach you by wine? That the days after will be like the days before, which means if your source pursued for the Tum'ah is from the fact that it says the word call all the days, it says those words also by haircut, it says the same words by... Why? So just like by hair, by Dubai, uh, you get Malkut after the term. You should get Malkut after, to, uh, after a haircut, if you took a haircut. And you should get Malkut uh, if you drank wine. So the Gemara says, no, no, Shani Acha, he was different. The Amar Ahmana, by Tum'ah, the Pasuk says, V'tameh, or actually, V'tameh Rosh Nizro. It says, by the Pasuk of Tum'ah, and it will become Tameh Rosh Nizro. Now, what does Rosh Nizro mean? The head of the Nazir. What is the, the head of the Nazir got to do with the Tum'ah? So the Gibraltar Zoresh. Nish Nizro Taluilo Berosho. Which means, we're talking about even if it's a type of Nazir that's dependent on his head. Which means, it's a case where he brought his Kurbanot, but he did not take a haircut yet. Which means, it's still dependent on his haircut. He brought Kurbanot, but he didn't take his haircut yet, and what's the Pasuk saying? V'timeh. So since we have a Beferush Pasuk that's talking about that stage, the stage of Korban brought, Talui bin Nizro, haircut was not done yet, became Tameh, therefore it's like that, in that scenario of Tum'ah specifically, you're going to receive, um, uh, tum, uh, you're going to receive Malkut. Now, this should be noted, this is only according to the Bidi Aizir, that says that you need to take a haircut, that the haircut is Ma'akev. But according to the rabbis, where the haircut is not me'akev, according to the rabbis, they say it's the, it's the korban that is me'akev. So you have to say, Rosh Nizro, in this pasuk of means that so long as you don't bring the korban. And for some reason the pasuk is referring to the korban as Rosh Nizro, which means the item that has to be brought that will allow you to take a haircut. So it's like a, a step before, because the rabbis say, Tiglahat is not me'akev. 
It's the korban that's ma'akev. So this pasuk they mean that if the person became tameh before he brought his korban, even though the days passed, the days passed, thirty days passed, he will be uh, hayav makut. So therefore, only that case is hayav makut, not the other cases. Comes the Gemara and says, Metimir, we have a question. Nazir shekalu lo yamav. Okay, Nazir, days passed, thirty days passed, his term is over. Asur legaleya v'leshtotyam v'letamel lemetim. He cannot do any of these three things. We agree to that. Vimgileya, but if he took a haircut, v'shata yain, drank wine, v'netamel lemetim, harezes ofeget arbaim. It says clearly he gets malkut for all three situations. So what are you talking about? You're telling me what? Who is the author of this statement? You're telling me. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Hanina, you tell me that a Nazir that finished his term doesn't get Malkut for Yain, doesn't get Malkut for Tiglav, you see he does. Kibara concludes, it is indeed a question on Rabbi Yosef. Comes the next Mishnah. Okay, no problem. The guy says, I'm going to be a Nazir when I have a son. 30 days. Nazir me'ayum. And he also says, I'm going to be a Nazir for 100 days. Okay, so we want to talk about a case where the guy wants to start his 100 day now, but he's not going to be able to finish his 100 day, and then the boy is born. And we know once the boy is born, that Nizud has to apply immediately, because that Nizud he accepted upon himself first. But now in this Mishnah, we're going to learn a Hadush. That you can swallow one Nizirut in another. This is a new concept. Which means like this. Let's say the guy started his 100 day. He got to day 70. Okay, so technically he has 30 more days to go for his 100 day Nizirut, right? At day 70, baby was born. Now he starts the 30 for his boy. You can use that 30 for both. You can use the 30 for his, to complete his 70 day. And you can use the 30 for his nizirut of the 30 days. You could be, it could be nivla, it could be swallowed into both. Why? Because since it's going to end, it's going to end the same time, or the nizirut of the bin, even if it ends before, the point is it's not going to last beyond the, uh, the term of the 100. So long as it ends by or before the other term, it can be swallowed in the situation. Now, we should point out if that, which means, if let's say he did 75 days, for argument's sake, okay? Now he did 75 days, now he has a, uh, uh, a baby, baby boy. Now he's got to stop the 75, put that on halt, pause, do the 30, and go back to make up the 25 days. The reason why it cannot continue is because since the, if you're going to swallow, you're going to have to go five more days. On the, on the son's Nezirut. Of course, the guy's Nezirut is going to end on 100, right? He's got to go five more days to finish. Since already it's going out of the, out of the frame, so therefore you got to do the whole thing separately. Now, you're going to question, hey, we had similar cases before, we didn't mention this concept. Didn't we have a case where a guy accepts upon himself Nezirut, if he has a son, and then we said he accepted a personal Nezirut. So we said a case where the guy kept 20 days, and all of a sudden he had a baby, so we said, oh, put the, put the 20 on pause, do your 30, and then they go back and, and make up your ten. That's because you weren't able to finish the whole nizirut in each other. But in if let's say he started his own nizirut on day one, and after day one he had uh, during day one he had a boy, in echadamei be able to fulfill both nizirut in one term. With the only reason why in the last mishnah we said you couldn't do this situation is because I thought we, we learned the cases it was twenty, and then the pause, and thirty, and then the ten. So therefore, the second term was not able to be swallowed completely in the original term, whatever you have left over. But in the Chirame, I'm agreeing. Tosfot speaks inside clearly on the Mishnah. That if, let's say, he started his personal Nizut on day one, which obviously he started on day one, and on day one, he happened to have a baby. So therefore, technically, both Nizut will start on the same day and finish the same day you can get away with, one Nizut of 30. And that's what you're really gaining in this Mishnah over here. Because you would have thought that normally what? When you accept upon yourself the Nizrut for your son. And the Nizrut of 100, minimum has got to be 130 days. Here you're chiseling off 30 days off the Nizrut. Because the last 30 is the, it goes the Kan or the Kan. It's able to be counted for both 
situations. But the, 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 so the, the basic rule, the Mishnah is going to be, so long as you have 30 days left of your 100 day, that means the Nizirut of the sun is going to finish before or at the same point of the Nizirut of the 100, you could be Boleya. You could be Boleya within it, and therefore you can use it for both sides. Let's read in the Mishnah. Areni Nazir, Lekshiyeli Ben, Right, the guy said, "Maybe Nazir when I'm a, when I have a son." So that's coming first, by the way. Right, that nizirut really has the priority. That's why when the, the nizirut of the hundred, when it's at day seventy, he has to stop it and go now accept upon himself the nizirut of the sun because that really came first. The nazir me'ayom norad lo ben ad shivim. Right, until day seventy, if he had his child, lo if seed klum. He doesn't lose anything. But after Shiv'im, Soter Shiv'im. Now this word of his Soter is Lavdavka Tosfot speaks out. Because usually when you see the word Soter, Soter means it's restart. But it's not a restart over here. Which is so long, let's say, like I said, day 75. Right? So what do we do in that case? Stop. Stop the clock on day 75. Go to the 30. And then go back and make up the 25. yom. Now I get the small speech that, that these words also are a little vague, which it says she'en nizirut pachot meshloshim yom. Because since nizirut is not less than 30 days, so therefore since you only have, let's say, 25 days left of your original nizirut, that means the nizirut of the sun is going to, now it's going to overlap, it's going to overlap and go beyond, right? Because it's going to go past. You only have 25 more days left, and you need the 30 day for the sun. So since it's going to go beyond the uh, uh, the parameters of that nizirut, so we cannot use it together. Ella what? You put your the 75 on hold, you go to your 30, and you go back to make up your 25. Now it should be it should be pointed out, there is a mahalok exactly what about korbanot, when does he bring korbanot and things like that. Uh, different she taught. Some want to say, bring, uh, it's one shita Rosh actually, in these cases over here, Bring one set of karbanot at the end. Well, actually, not one set. You have to bring two sets of karbanot for the two days and one haircut. Okay, which means do your uh, do your uh, uh, your seventy, right? Then you got your thirty combined in there. After the hundred days, you'll bring two sets of karbanot. Of course, bottom line, it is two different nizirut, and then one haircut. Or even in the case where you made a break in the action, you did seventy-five, thirty, and then uh, twenty-five. The Rosh holds according to one shita that you bring one korban at the end. Or two korban at the end with one haircut. So look at how to learn. Do you take two haircuts in between? No, but we're going to learn it that you took, you go everything, do it to, towards the end. So that's the, basically the deen of the Mishnah. That's the first time we're seeing this concept. We're able to now overlap Nizirut. Uh, uh, you know, to, it's almost like uh, uh, you know, the, uh, killing two birds with one stone. You're able to do one thirty day and it can be on there for both, uh, for both sides. Tosfot, just for clarity on this Mishnah, the Tosfot of this Mishnah is actually on the Yud Gimal. Yud Gimal Amud Bet. Yeah, Yud Gimal Amud Bet. That's what the Tosfotim are for this, uh, for this Mishnah. Let's just read the first one at least. Hareni Nazir Kishiyeli Ben. Alright? Pirush, the Stam Nizirut Avish Lushim Yom. The Nazir Me'ayom Nizirut De Nafshe. And he accepted another hundred for himself. But he accepted his own nizirut for the son first. He started to count the hundred one. Right? He, 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 the son was born up to day seventy. Including day seventy. Since you can say the nizirut of him of his son is swallowed in the nizirut of the nizirut of his uh, of himself, adaim the pirej velo hari kufyom olim nizirut debno or hari kufyom olim nizirut debno vegam le meayom de nafshe. It'll it'll be it'll go for both. Tafagav de miyad kishi yvelid bino. Even though right when his son is born, sadik lanih et shelo has to stop his own vinim not chil bino. Sadik kibelo tehida. He accepted that one first. Kedamal leayel tafidu achekimad de shil bino muvlaim betokam meayum. Since the thirty can be swallowed in the hundred, olim de shil bino veshelo. The eshlim meayum. Let me just fill a hundred days. Viigaleya ad shneim de abish shil shne korbanot. Let me make two korbanot. Who adin leayel? Who adin in the case we are above? Ki amar hareni nazik sheli bem. The Nazir, he said, I'm going to be a Nazir when I have a son and a Nazir. Yeah. <coughs> he started counting his own. Like I just explained to you, if he had his son 
on day one, the Otan Shoshim Olim, Hayu Libno Vilatun, I can use the 30 for both. Kevan, the Shil Beno Muvla, Bishilatun, since his son's Nizut is swallowed in the personal Nizut. The AD, the AD, the AD, Lamed Yom. Now, Bedavka is the Kiki Kiben, Nizirut, Ibno Beresha. It's talking about we accepted his son's Nizirut first. Timiyad Shinolada Visakuklim Not Oto, because once the child is born, he has to start it. Let's say he accepted upon himself the hundred first. Even if he had a, a son before 70, it doesn't matter. He has to finish the hundred, and the nizut of the son doesn't start until after. The only reason why we're interrupting the hundred is because he accepted the nizut of his son first. But if he said, I'm accepting upon myself the hundred and the nizut of my son. So I don't care if the kid was born on day 65, finish your hundred, and then uh, it doesn't preempt. Because you didn't, you didn't put it first. Finish your hundred, and then let's start the year 30. That's what Tosfot speaks out. Okay. Comes the, comes the Gemara now and analyzes. Amar Rav. Hiddush. Yom Shiv'im Ole Lekan Ulekan. Day 70... You could play both sides, which means, let's say the guy does 70 days for his nizirut, and on day 70 the kid's born, okay? So we're going to say like this, this is the Hadush of day 70 now, listen closely. Day 70, if you consider it, the le- you consider it day 70 of the first nizirut, and day 1 of nizirut beno, that means technically nizirut beno, is going to end on day 99. Day 99 will be day 30. And technically on day 100, he'll bring his korbanot. So what you're gaining by saying that day 70 is ode lekan lekan, you gain the day. Because normally, you'd have to go to day 101. Because your nizut of 100 days means you're in a zifra 100 days. After the 100, the 100, 100, day 101, you bring a uh, korban. Here by saying that Yom Shiv'in is Oleh Lekan Lekan, now I bought myself a day. Why? Because now on day 70 the baby was born. Day 70 is going to be considered day one of the, the 30 day Nizirut. That means the 30 day Nizirut ends on day 99. That's 30 days. From 70 to 99 is 30 days. And therefore on day 100 he brings his Korbanos. So therefore you're able to use that uh, day 70. To bring you a day earlier today, a hundred. That's the Hadush of Rav. Now let's read that in the Tosafot. Tosafot is on Daftad Fav, the Daftad that we're on. Amar Rav, Yom Shiv'im, second Tosafot. Ole lo lekan, ulekan. Pirush, nolad lo ben biyom ayin. Miksata yom shikodem al-eda. Right? The part of the day before the birth. Ole le minyana me'ah. That counts uh, to the hundred count. He did 70 days uh, so far, right? And the rest of the day after the birth, starts the nizirut of the sun. Which is what? On day 99 will be day 30 of his son. What's the Nafkamina? Just what says clearly, the Nafkamina, Hashta Shiyom Ayin Ole Lekanu Lekan, Shiyuchal Legalea Biyom Ameah. He'll be able to take his haircut on day 100, Shiyu Yom Lamid Aleph Libno. Because that's day 31 of his son. 30 days, plus 10, you gotta wait till the next day. Mitok Shiyotot Tiglat Olot Nizirut Beno Menadin. Now, even though Shi'im Lono Nad Lo Abin, what would have happened if the son was not born? If the son wasn't born, he'd have to wait for the Nizirut of the Hundred to Day 101. But since Hashta, but now he's able to take his haircut on the Hundred Parishit. Which means he's gaining a day, he's buying a day. Let's come out to review this again. Amar Rav, Yom Shiv'im, day 70, Ole Lekan Ulekan. It can be played 
both sides, which means technically you're going to finish the nizirut of the hundred day on the hundredth day, which means the nizirut of the thirty for the sun will be finished on day ninety-nine. So means the next day you could shave on day hundred, which normally for the hundred day nizirut you have to finish on day one hundred one. You have a hundred days in Zerut and one on one. But here, since you tell me day seventy is considered two days, right? The first part of the day is considered one day, and the second part of the day is considered two days. So, definitely, that extra day will able to finish or complete the Nizut of hundred a day early. That's what you're gaining by saying this. So the Gemara says, "Hold it." Tanan no lad lo ad shivim. It's said in the Mishnah, right? If the if a baby was born to him until seventy, lo seed klum. Right, he doesn't lose. He doesn't lose anything. Which means you could you could swallow both nizuru together. What do you mean? What are you telling me? If he's born until day seventy, he doesn't lose. Adraba, you should tell me he gains. Which means the words he doesn't lose is not accurate anymore. Because if you're telling me you could use that day for both. So you'll always finish a day early. So why does the Mishnah say if he was born until day 70, he doesn't lose? Adrabah, you have to tell me if he's born until day 70, you're going to gain. You'll finish a day early. That's a very important, uh, very important. So the Gemara says, you're right. Which means, you're right. The Mishnah really shouldn't have said that language. Ad shivim lo but since at the end of the Mishnah, it said after 70 it breaks, which means you don't gain. So, uh, so therefore in the Rishad also said Shifim uh, also that it's going to, that, it, that you're not going to, get, that you didn't lose. Which is, which can be inconsistent with the Sefah. So the Sefah says, uh, you, you, you know, you, it's so there, which is after seventy, if the child was born, you don't get, you don't get anything. So the Rishad saying lo seed. Yeah, you didn't lose that. It's, it, it's just keeping it consistent with the sefer. Okay. Comes the Gemara and says, look at the sport. Just to explain that question, uh, look at the sport. Lo seed klum. The isal kadet vachodel lo lekanu lekan. If it and I would have on tedvav amudishon to sport the winner, but lo seed klum. The Israel, if you're saying that you get you know two days for that day, it gurimit God, you're benefiting. Right? Because if the child wasn't born, you'd have to go to day one oh one. Now that the child is born before day seventy, you're able to finish on uh, day uh, hundred. What does it say Lord Sid? How I did gain a day? You're right, it shouldn't have said the words no seed. Really it should have said the Mishnah Hirviyah. He gained. Which is after seventy it says Hifseed, which means you have to do both. So then when the Rashad said no Hifseed, but really could have said by if it's by day seventy you're actually going to Gain a day. Okay, it's good. So, Gabra continues. Tashema. We have another question. Mesefa. What did it say in the end of Amishnah? Nolad achar shiv'im. If the child was born after 70, sotir. So, the Gabra says. Okay, sotir shiv'im. Which, what do you mean sotir shiv'im? Which means you have to count both of them separately. You have to. Uh, stop the, the 70 count. Let's say the kid was born on uh, day 71, according to this Mishnah. After, after 70, it's day 71. Yeah. So what do we say? You've got to stop the 71, go back to the 30, and then go back to finish. So the Gabbana what do you mean? My Ahar, Ahar, Ahar. You have to explain that when it says Ahar Shiv'im, it's not day 71. Because according to the way we understood, day seventy one seemingly you can still swallow both of them in. Because day seventy one, if you're gonna count it both sides, technically you'll still finish the Nizirut of the thirty and the Nizirut of the hundred on the same day. Which means if you start day seventy one, your Nizirut for the thirty will end on day hundred. The same day that the hundred day Nizirut ends, and you bring in the Qurban for both of them on day one oh one. So the Khaurah 
It shouldn't put the cutoff point day 70. So why did it say after 70 you're stuck? So the Gemara says, you know what it means? My achar, achar, achar. It means after, after, which really means 72. Okay, so you technically do have day 70 and you do have day 71 for this for this situation. The Gemara says, Aval achar mamash mai. Oh, but what do you want to tell me? Achar mamash means day 71. What do you want to tell me? You want to tell me it's okay? You can swallow it in t- together? So why did the beginning of the Mishnah say, until 70? It should have said, It should say in the beginning of the Mishnah, not until 70, it should say even after 70. You know what? Must be that when it said, Achar Shiv'in, it meant 71. And Al Mishnah obviously is not going with this business that you can count the days to both sides. Which means, this Mishnah is telling you, you got until day 70. That Mamash is the cutoff point. And uh, anything day after day 70, it's not going to work. Which means, we're not going with this Mishnah Yom Kikuno business that you can split the day into two which means If you're older, you don't split the day. Once you get to day 71, that means the Nizirut of the 30, right? It means you can't count, you can't count day 71. 71 is going to count for the 100 day, and 72 is going to start. And if you're not going to finish your Nizirut till 101, and you're not going to be able to bring your Quran until 102, therefore it's going to extend a day past the period, therefore you're going to be stuck. Al Mishnah subscribing to that Shita, therefore Rav. You cannot be going like Al Mishnah. And then what the Gemara says, Vikhen Matnitin the Rav Shmahminah. Which is that is the that is the Mishnah. And then Shmahmina that Rav cannot be going like Al Mishnah. Because Al Mishnah gave you the cutoff day seventy. But Aj Shiv'in. But according to Rav, really you should have got the cutoff of to day seventy one. From the fact that the Mishnah didn't say that, Rav cannot be going like Al Mishnah. So the question is, who is he going like? Rav needs a Tana. Who is he going like? So the Gemara says, Ve'rav keman amra l'shmateh. So who do you say is Dean like? Ilima ke'abba Sha'ul. Maybe he's saying a shita like Abba Sha'ul. What did Abba Sha'ul say? Litnan. Ha'kover et metosh loshay yemim kodem l'regel. A person buries his dead one three days before the holiday. Now we know a person has to fulfill seven days of Avedut, but the holiday we said breaks the seven days. So now let's say he got at least three days in before the holiday. So then the deen is Three days before the holiday, according to the Shita, then the holiday breaks the laws of seven. If it was eight days before the holiday, then the holiday is able to break the 30, which means the seven days you did, person did, then you did one extra day before the holiday, it's day 8, so that's already you started your 30. Once you're starting day 8, already you're in your 30. Once the holiday comes, it breaks the 30. And not only that, but they allow the guy to take his haircut even before the holiday. Normally, you cannot take a haircut until after the 30. But since the Chboda Regal, and the Regal anyway is going to break the 30, so they allow the guy to take the haircut. But the Mishnah Gemara says, if he didn't take advantage and do the haircut before the Regal, as soon as the had a Regal, then they don't let him take a haircut. Then he's got to do 30 days. Which is, you didn't take our compensation, the Chboda Regal, to take the haircut before? Even though technically said the regular breaks to 30, now you have to take the haircut only after 30 days, Mamash. Good. That's Shita after the Kama. Abba Shaul Omer, Abba Shaul says, Afilu lo siper kodem regel. Even if he didn't take a haircut before the regel, mutal is siper ahara regel. Good. He didn't cross the guy. Because just like three days before the holiday breaks to seven, kach mitzvat shiv'a. So to seven days breaks the 30. Now we have two mahlukot of Abashaul. Mahlukot number one, he doesn't make that knas if you didn't shave before the regal, you can't shave after the regal. Good. Secondly, he says, you don't need eight days before the holiday. You only need seven days before the holiday to break the 30. Means the guy waited seven days before the holiday, then the holiday came, the holiday breaks the 30. Oh, what's the logic? You're still in your seven days. So the Gemara says, but why, why, what do you mean? Well, how can it break? Which I understand the logic of eight days. 
Eight days already, he started his 30 before the holiday. So once you start your 30 before the holiday, the holiday can break it. But according to Abbas, he's saying it's seven days before Allah. You're still in the seven. So the Chavra, I understand, the Rekha will break the seven. It doesn't have to break it. You did the seven already. But you didn't start the 30 before the holiday. How does that work? So the Gabbara says, My Tamada Bashaud, La Bishum de Kaswar Shivri Ole Lekan Ulekan. Oh, must be old that the seventh day you play it both ways. The first half of the day you consider it day seven. And the second half of the day you consider it as the first day of the 30. So therefore you see that you can split one day in half. So just like Abbasul says you do it by Avelud, say the same thing by Dazir. And say what? Day 70 or We found the Shita that I've be holding like. So the Gabbara says, no. Dilma ad kano kamara bashud ila ba'avilut za'in dirbanan. Maybe he only said his law by avilut because the whole law is bidrbanan. Which means the whole thing of the 30 days is a rabbinical concept and therefore what? There he'll be able to split days. Abab bin Azid doraita law. But maybe by Nazir, which is a Torah law, who said he can say you can split the days? Maybe it's only split the days where it's rabbinical. The rabbinical can be Mikhail. But by Doraita Nazir, maybe you can't. So we're back to the question where does Rav get his source that by a Doraita you can split the day and play it two sides? Now let's review the laws of Zavut. You have a lady. A lady becomes a Nida. Okay, Nida, even if she's a drop of blood, she has to keep seven days. After she keeps seven days, she goes to the Mikveh. In the following 11 days, after she goes to the Mikveh for Nida, those are called Yemeh Ziva. The 11 days between her Nida. Okay, she has seven days Nida, then you have 11 days of Zavut. Any secretion that she has at that time could make her a Zav. If she sees once, or for that matter, she sees twice, she only has to follow the halakha that's called Shumirit Yom Keneged Yom. She has to keep one clean day. She goes to the mikveh during the day. And then she just waits until the evening and then she is Teorah. That's considered Shumirit Yom Keneged Yom. She keeps a day for a day. That's not really a day for a day. Because even if, she's t- even if she sees twice, she still only has to go one day. If she sees three times, then she's considered Zavag Then she has to keep seven clean days. And uh, uh, she has to, you know, wait for the, the process. So now we're talking about a shomerit yom keneged yom. Okay, let's see the case now. The tanya, be your shomerit. Shomerit yom keneged yom. What did she do? She was, uh, she had a zavut. She saw the zavut for one day. Let's say she saw zavut on Monday. Good. So what do we say? Let her keep Tuesday clean, right? Tuesday afternoon she went to the mikveh. Tuesday afternoon happened to be also erev pesach. So after she went to the mikveh on Tuesday afternoon, right? They brought the Quran Pesach for her, right? She, her agent brought the Quran Pesach for her on her second day, meaning on the Shemini Yom Kedeged Yom day. But what happened? She saw, no, that's what I do now. On that day itself, before sunset, she had a secretion. Oh, so after she, she not go to mikveh during the day. But then already, she saw. So, Harezu ena ochelet. Well, she can't eat the Korah Pesach anymore, because obviously she saw again. However, Uftura mela'asot Pesach Sheni. But she's exempt from Pesach Sheni. Why? My ta'amad Rabbi Yose, la mishum de kasam ekseta yom tikuno. Because he must own you split today. Which means, you say, bottom line, until she went to the mikveh, Oh, actually, from the time she went, from, from until she went to the mikveh, till the mikveh, that's one day. And then well, since she brought the korban, after the mikveh, before she saw again, she's mutar at that point, that's considered a day. And therefore, the korban is legal. Aye, now she saw after the mikveh, that's considered already a separate day. So you see, you're splitting the day. Again. If you're going to tell me, we're trying to find out where do you see in a Deoraita law you can split the day into two. I'll tell you the case of Azab, Azaba. She saw on Monday. Okay? Tuesday she went to the Mikveh. Okay? She goes to the Mikveh before sunset. Right after she went to the Mikveh, they brought Kurban Pesach for her. After they brought Kurban Pesach, she saw. So, what are we saying? Well, she can't eat Kurban Pesach, obviously, because she saw another uh, seeing, but she's exempt from being Kurban Pesach. She doesn't have to be Pesach Shini. She's considered she fulfilled the obligation. What's the pshat? But she saw on that day. She never became uh, a Torah. We say no. Ela must be from the fact that he's saying that she fulfills the obligation of Korban Pesach. Must be you split the day. Until 
she went to be read the mikveh is considered her pure day, and now she saw again that's uh, it's considered the next day like. Right. So comes the and says, "Mimai, who told you the dilma mishum de kasamar mikanu laba who metameh?" Which is who told you? Maybe it's because the Biyo says of the Shita that says, Mikan ulhaba hu mitameh. What is Mikan ulhaba mitameh? Which means maybe he holds uh, that when a lady becomes tameh after the mikveh, really I'll tell you it's one day. Right? But there's a question. Let's say she sat on a bed uh, after the mikveh. She sat on something. Normally a zaba, if she sits on something, it's mitameh. So there's a mahlokit, when she went to the mikveh, now she sat on something, then she saw right after. Do you retroactive? Make it tamir, or do you say, whatever she did after the mikveh is okay, but going forward, whatever she's going to do is tamir. So could be the your says of the shita that says that, just like by tum'ah we, we forward date her, so too by Quran, uh, maybe I tell you really it's considered one day, but just like by Tum'ah we forward data, so by the Quran Pesah also, whatever she did is considered good. To give us a Misa, Mara, Biyoseh, Akhir, Zabiyoseh say that you forward data when it comes to the Tum'ah, Ve'at, Tanyar, Biyoseh, Omer, Zav, this is by a man now. Let's review the laws of a man. A man that sees uh, one time is considered like a Baal Kiri. Baal Kiri just goes to the McVeigh and he's done. If he sees two times, now already has to keep seven days. If he sees three times, he has to keep seven days, and after the seven days, he has to bring korbanot. So there's no difference between a two-day or a three-day by a man, except the three-day has to bring korbanot. Okay, now let's see what happened. Zav ba'al shteri'iyot. Okay, he saw twice. Shisha'ato v'zarko alav b'shvi'i. Okay, they brought, let's say, korban pes on his seventh day. Seventh day... He's, that's his last day. So on the seventh day he went to the mikveh, which he's allowed to go to the mikveh during the day, and they slaughtered his korban pesah, v'chen shomeret yom keneged yom. Okay, our case of the lady. Shomeret yom keneged yom, she's on that day of the, the one day clean. Shishakatu v'zarku aleha, v'acharkach ra'u, and then they saw, afapishim mitami'im mishkab moshab l'mafleya, even though retroactive the tum'ah is on them, which is whatever they touched after the mikveh, until they became Tamer again, retroactive, because they become Tamer, Peturim Laasot, Pesach Sheni. So the Patum are being Pesach but you see what? The Tumah is retroactive. Oh, so if you see the Tumah is retroactive, what is that showing you? That what? That you consider it all one day. So the Gemara comes along and says, My Lemafleya, what does it mean, Lemafleya? Midrabanan. Which means, really, I'll tell you, Midoraita, once she went to the Mikveh, whatever she touched before, Midoraita, it's good. I was, so why do we retroactively say whatever she touched becomes bad again, becomes Tamir? That's only Midrabanan. But from the Torah, it's okay. And I'll prove it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll prove it has to be the because aren't we saying that she's exempt from being Pesach Sheni? Which means, Pesach is the Oraita law. And therefore, you must be saying what? That really, Torah, after she goes to the mikveh, I'm speaking that clearly now, after she goes to the mikveh, technically, whatever she did until that point is okay. She sat on a chair, she sat on a mutar, ta'or. And what's the proof that Medorah did that's good? Because the Qurban Pesach that she bought at that time also is good. Ela, when it came to Tum'ah, the rabbi stepped in, and you know what? In the Mafreya, we're going to be betameh retroactive. But what do you see, but? You can't split the day. Yes. Which is really, according to the Biyoseh, we're splitting the day. Don't worry about the fact that we retroed on the Tumah. The retro is only Midrabanan. But Midoraita, you don't have to retro. Once she goes to the Mikveh, technically she's got to prove that she's good Midoraita. Because the Quran Pesach that she brought at that point <coughs> is good. So we found Rav can be holding like the Biyoseh. That just like a Zav, that's fulfilling Shomerit Zavah. Shomerit Yom Keneged Yom. She went to the big bed, then they brought a Korban Pesach, the Korban Pesach counts. Hi, but Rabbi, if the Korban Pesach counts, why then if she sees again, you tell me that whatever she sat on, it becomes Tamer. That's with Rabbanan. Medoraita, you're right. What she, what she saw, what she sat on before will, be, will remain. Why? Because she split the day. Which means, until she went to the McVeigh, including the McVeigh, that's considered no, that day. And whatever she saw after goes forward. Beautiful, we found the Shita. 
Comes Gemara and says, who said that? The way? Who told you? The Gemara says, Le'olam emalak tum'ad de'oraita. Te'om de'zibay tiru. Period. I can tell you now, no proof for the B, for the Rav. I can tell you, you know what the B holds? Really? Mid'oraita, she's tem'alim afraya. Which means, she went to the Mikveh, whatever she touched subsequently, if she, if, they, if she saw, Minat Torah is Tame'ah. Oh, if it's Tame'ah, if it's, if it's, if it's Tame'ah, so then why are you allowing the Quran Pesach to be counted then? So he says, no, I'll tell you, there's a different law working over here. Tum'ad dithom hetiru. What is Tum'ad dithom? Literally, Tum'ah in the, in the deep. Which means, this is a type of Tum'ah that's unknown. Just like Tum'ah in the deep is an unknown Tum'ah. You don't know if there's Tum'ah there or not. This lady over here, after she goes to the Mikveh, well, she's Torah as much as we know, but it's unknown if she's going to be. So could be we have a special law by Qurban Pesach that when they said you have to be Tahor to bring Qurban Pesach, they meant so long as it's not a Vada'i Tum'ah. Which is, this is not a Vada'i Tum'ah. It's a, we don't know if she's going to be Tum'ah. Tum'ah Tum'ah. So therefore I can tell you really maybe it's really one day. And what? And I'll prove to you it's one day. That's why retroactively everything becomes Tameh. Because on the day you went to the Mikveh, you blew it. And then we're retroactively even doing right. So why are you letting me go to Pesach? Because it's a separate deen. That's Tum'at Tehom. It weren't Mahmid by Kurban Pesach. To be Kurban Pesach Sheni. You know, if, if, if the Tum'at was only Tum'at Tehom, they're not going to make me go to Pesach Sheni. Maybe Pesach Sheni was only when it's a Tum'at Vadai. Guy came in contact with a, a corpse. Okay, then you got a Pesach Sheni. But Tum'at Tehom? Well, at the time that you brought the Quran, technically you were Teora, but you were pending, you know, that much didn't bring you into a position. We have no Raya for Rav. The only way you'll have a support for Rav conclusion is if you learn the case of the Zava, that the retroactive Tumah is rabbinical. Yeah. And therefore, really, the Oraita, the retroactively, she's okay. What's the Pshat? Because the day is done. Once she goes to the Mikveh, we consider that she fulfilled her one day of purity, so whatever she did until uh, 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 until that point, she's okay I that she, she became a zombie, she saw again go forward mm-hmm. oh, we said, but we said, we retro on no, you only retro on uh, but really, she's good, and that's why the Quran Pesah is also good because you're splitting the day so to be your say, if you learn that the retro is that's the source of Rav but if you learn the retro is the oraita, and just pesos a separate deen, that pesos chenin, they don't mandate if it's tomato, you have no raya for the baruch